Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey, everybody. Leonard Kim here, and today we have Janae Taylor with us. She's a spiritual tailor and a nurse, and she focuses on holistic health. Uh, Janae, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? Hey, my name is Janae. I am a spiritual healer and nurse. Um, I've been nursing for the past seven years, and during the COVID pandemic, that that was like my main push um, for me to get into holistic healing and not just focusing, you know, on just a disease process. Cool. Can you tell us uh, more about why you got into nursing to begin with? Okay. Um, both of my grandparents on my maternal and paternal side, they battled with Alzheimer's and dementia. And my grandfather on my, um, on my father's side, he battled with Alzheimer's disease for about 10 years before he succumbed to it. And since I really never had my grandparents around, um, that kind of pushed me into nursing. And I've, and I've been nursing in the geriatric field and long-term health, well, long-term care. Well, wow, my grandfather had Alzheimer's too, and it's a pretty traumatic disease to really live through a family member having. Uh, how was it for you growing yes. up? Yes, we had um, we took a trip to New Orleans in about 1999, and my grandfather actually got lost on Bourbon Street. So we spent like four hours trying to locate him, and that in itself was very, you know, traumatizing. And we didn't know what necessarily was going on with him. And then he got lost going to the uh, post office. You know, he took that drive every day. So when he got lost doing that, that really, you know, pushed them to push my parents into taking my grandfather to the doctor. And that's when he was actually diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So oh, wow. that kind of, mm-hmm, it was terrible. Yeah, that must have been heartbreaking to deal with as a child. Very heartbreaking, and it was like each year he battled with Alzheimer's, um, he lost certain skills. So once he stopped eating, that was like the end of the road for him, and he passed away in 2009, and that just fueled the fire, you know, for me to become a nurse. Wow. And you've been nursing for about seven years? Yes, sir, and I love what I do. I love it. I definitely have a passion for nursing. Like, I tell everybody, if you want to become a nurse, um, don't do it for the money. You have to do it because your heart is in it. What's that been like for you? Nursing has been, it's been an adventure. Um, I, I stopped nursing in October of last year due to the COVID pandemic. It just got overwhelming. And that's when I started focusing more on spiritual healing. I see. So what brought you into the world of spiritual healing? My spiritual advisor, she kind of sparked the interest for me. Um, she told me that I was a healer. And once I told her that I was a nurse, she said, oh, okay, then that definitely makes sense for you. Um, but like I said, my heart has always been in helping other people. Like sometimes 
I would help others before I helped myself. But during my spiritual journey, that has actually taught me that it's not selfish to put yourself first because you can't pour from an empty cup. Like you can't help anybody else without making sure you're good first. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so can you tell me more about that journey? Okay. Um, I actually went through a bad breakup with my child's father. Um, me and him suffered three miscarriages before I actually had my daughter, and her name is Journey as well. And when me and him kind of caught it quick, I took it pretty hard. But on top of being a mother and a nurse, I still had to, you know, maintain home. So that kind of, how do I want to say this? That kind of made me, you know, take care of myself even more because I didn't realize how drank I was and how much energy I did not have to take care of my child after I would spend 12 hours on the clock at work. And uh, uh, can you tell me more? Okay. Um, when I did stop um, nursing, I, I actually became a full-time stay-at-home mom, and nursing was actually, well, me being a nurse kind of helped pave the way for that because I kind of saved up enough money. Um, and once I kind of focused on my child, I got her right because she was born prematurely, so she was a bit delayed in doing like most of her um childhood excuse me childhood development. So once I, you know, got her to where she was talking and she was walking and she was doing everything that a normal toddler would, that definitely was like, okay, if I could, you know, heal my child and heal myself, I think I can heal other people. Um I've always been empathetic, like I've always felt what what other people are feeling, but once I did embark on my spiritual journey, and I became more clear of my consciousness. Um, that definitely helped me along the way. Well, there are some things that you did on your spiritual journey to get you to where you are today. Okay. So um, I basically had to heal my chakras. And chakras are basically seven main energy centers of the, build, um, of the body. And chakra um, actually translates into will in Sanskrit. And it's just like free-flowing positive energy. So you got your root chakra, sacral chakra, chakra, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown chakra. And slowly but surely, I just had to um, see where I had my imbalances, and I definitely had to go from there as far as healing goes. Cool. So you went through all the seven chakras yourself. And then that kind of helped you uh, heal all your inner self. So now you could go and help others as well. Yes, sir. So since I was fortunate enough, you know, to be able to heal myself, I definitely want to share my talents and my gifts, you know, with the world. What was the hardest chakra for you to overcome for yourself? My heart chakra. I definitely had a guard over my heart. And it it took a lot of work for me because things hurt me, like, in my past, you know, from, I okay, not trying to, you know, get off subject, but growing up, I always thought that this one man was my father, and I actually didn't find out he wasn't my father until I was 26 years old. So for, mm. 26, so for 26 years, I was under the impression that one man, you know, fathered me when, in all actuality, 
another man fathered me. So that definitely, you know, blocked my heart chakra a lot. Oh, wow. Yes. It was like as soon as my mom told me and she pulled out the DNA test, I was like, this is like, I was looking around for cameras like, are you serious right now? And she was like, yes, this is really going on. Did she so know? Definitely, she knew, but I don't think she fully like accepted it or came to terms with it because she was married. So she had, you know, stepped outside of her marriage. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a shock to her, too, because she knew, but she didn't know. No, sir. She always knew. It was crazy because when I graduated high school, she actually had me um, fill out a graduation invitation to my um, actual father, well, to my biological father. And I asked her, I said, who was this? And she never told me. So from the, I, I graduated in 2010, and she recently just told me this, you know, about three years ago. So she always knew, but I think it was something that she had to heal from as well. And we were able to, you know, heal her as well, you know, by coming to terms with the truth. Wow. So so you didn't actually meet your real father until you graduated high school, and you didn't even know it was him when you met him. No, sir. He actually, my daughter will be three this year. He actually um, flew me out to his home state um, two years ago. And what was that? we definitely kicked it off. Hmm. What, what was that like? Shockingly, I was at so much peace because it was like the closure I never knew I needed. So when I was able to meet my father, it kind of, like, I look exactly like him. And growing up, I used to always question, who do I look like? Who do I look like? But as soon as I saw him and I embraced him, it was just like, who? Like, a huge weight off of my shoulders. Huh. So it was like a lot of relief and serendipity to actually find them because a lot of the questions that you had as a child were answered. Yes, sir, definitely was. And also that that situation had shaken up my my inner peace. So when I was able to meet him, his wife, and I have a, a little brother and a little sister. So when I was actually, you know, able to meet them, I kind of felt complete, like a piece of the puzzle had been missing. And after, you know, 26 years, I had definitely found it. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> It is. Did your life change a lot after uh, that happened? Yes, sir. My mom has always been supportive, and my my father has always been supportive. But gaining the support from my biological father, that definitely helped me out as well. And, and he's also a nurse. Well, he's a nurse practitioner now, but he started off as a nurse as well. So... I didn't realize, you know, how big of a part genetics played in things, but he definitely, you know, helped me along my way. Oh, wow. <clears throat> do you think, um, do you think the biological factor of his calling to becoming a nurse and yours was kind of similar? 
Yes, sir. He definitely played a huge part. And I didn't realize how similar I was to my father because I'm the type of person, if I don't know something, then I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to research it. Um, I love to read and I love learning. And he has that. He has the same, you know, thing as well. Like, he loves to read. He's very educated, and he loves to research. Like, when I went to his house, he had so many books. Matter of fact, him, my sister, and my brother, they all had books in their room. And I was like, okay, I had a bookcase growing up, too. So things that you don't necessarily pay attention to, well, people, things that most people don't necessarily pay attention to, I have, like a, like, a knack for detail. So I love, like, I'm very detail-oriented. So once I seen that, um, I was able to, like, communicate better. And, you know, things necessarily didn't hurt so much because all of the answers I had as a kid finally got, excuse me, all of the questions that I had as a kid finally got answered as an adult. Do you think the healing of your heart chakra came with meeting him or were there other elements that came to it? I think um, most of it came from meeting him. Do you think your heart chakra would have healed if you never met him? Honestly, I don't think it would have been because I, like, since I was a child, I always questioned who do I look like, who do I look like. Like, people say I look like my mom, but as soon as I show people a picture of my father, they'd be like, dang, that's your twin. Like, skin complexion, head shape, eyes, nose, everything is strictly my father. So that definitely was like the piece that I did not realize I needed. Huh. That's kind of crazy how your heart chakra was able to heal just by meeting your real father. Yes, sir. We had to, we definitely had to talk about it, but I was at so much peace when I was down there. I probably slept for like a whole day and a half um, just because like all of my questions were like, dang. I'm looking at my father, I'm looking at my stepmom, and then to find out that I have a little brother and a little sister, like, it was it was wild, to say the least, but I definitely needed that. Wow. What was it like to meet your brother and sister as well? It was amazing. I did not, like, on my mom's side, I'm the youngest of three boys. So I grew up the only girl in the household and the, you know, and the youngest. So to find out that I was actually the oldest on my father's side, it was definitely a surprise, but it was very much so needed. Yeah, I can feel that. Do you and your brothers and sisters, like, spend time together nowadays? Well, since um, we're currently not located in the same state, um, we have a group chat, like a family group chat, and we text, like, uh, not all day, every day, but definitely every day. And my, oh, my goodness, my sister, she sends the best memes. Like, she is so sweet and so smart. I I love them. Nice. Did you grow up with uh, brothers and sisters in your own household while you were growing up, or was it only you? No, sir. I was the only girl out of three brothers. So I grew up um, basically a tomboy. And then I played softball since I was nine. So I was very athletic growing up. Like, I would go outside and my neighbors were, 
basically I was like the only girl in the neighborhood until I was in the fourth grade, and then I found a best friend. But I grew up playing football. I grew up playing basketball. Like I, like I was very athletic growing up, like very tomboyish. Nice. Do you still have those tomboyish traits now, and are you still playing sports? Um, I don't play sports anymore. I wouldn't mind, you know, actually becoming a softball coach, you know, for the summer leagues. Um, but I am trying to coach my daughter into finding her neck for what she wants to do um, as far as sports goes when she's ready to enter. Nice. Well, it's about time for us to hop off to a commercial break. Where can people find you online today? They can find me on their favorite social media app. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And they can find me at Miss Nabay or Mystic Healing with Nurse Priestess. And on TikTok, it's Mystic Healing WNP. Cool. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. And we'll be back after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here with Janae Taylor, who's a spiritual healer and nurse. Um, we've been talking a lot about how um, <clears throat> the different chakras and the Janae's personal journey to go through uh, 
healing her own heart chakra, which is the biggest of the issues that she had. And she did it by meeting her father and her family. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about in this seg segment is noticing physical symptoms and how to heal them. Uh, Janae, what are some of the physical symptoms people have when their chakras are out of balance? Okay, so the, um, most of the, well, for the first one, which is your root chakra, um, you will have, like, sleep issues and poor circulation. You may have some reproductive problems with your solar plexus chakra. You could have, like, a lower, B, um, a lower blood pressure, infertility issues, or digestive problems. Um, and with your heart chakra, you can have chronic fatigue, upper back pain. You can suffer from anxiety and depression and respiratory issues. With your throat chakra, um, you can have throat problems, of course, neck stiffness, cold symptoms, and thyroid imbalances. And with your third eye chakra, you will have some ear and eye issues, balance issues, of course. Um, some people will suffer from learning disabilities and hormone dysfunctions, and with your crown chakra, um, you will have like dizziness and vision issues and cognitive issues. And sometimes people will um, also suffer from memory problems. Oh, wow. That's a lot of different problems. Yes, it is. And um, um, healing those chakras aren't as hard, you know, to do. Sometimes it's just going to take a little bit of work from the um, person, you know, with the ailments. But it's definitely, you know, something that you can work through. So which one of these is the easiest for most people to work through? I think the throat chakra, because some people have a problem with speaking their truth or what they feel to be the truth. And um, since I am a nurse, um, don't take any medical advice from me because I'm not, like, here to prescribe anything. This is more so, like, natural, you know, natural remedies to, you know, to do. And with your throat chakra, you can basically heal that chakra by eating blueberries, um, our raspberries, and kale will definitely help. So just by changing your diet, you can heal your throat chakra? Oh, yes, sir. By changing your diet, you can actually heal all of your chakras. Um, a lot of people aren't really vegan, but if they can cut out meat and just replace that with a fruit or vegetable, um, they'll definitely notice a slight difference. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, and, ooh, I, I'm so on. sorry. I said kale, but I meant to say figs. Kale is green, so kale will help to heal your heart chakra, as long as, like, eating other leafy green vegetables. So you said figs? Figs, yes, sir. <coughs> cool. And um, <coughs> so you said figs, blueberries, and what else? Um, For the throat chakra, blueberries and raspberries and figs would definitely help. So eating things that are mainly blue in color. Oh, wow. And then what ailments do these help again? They will help with throat problems, neck stiffness, cold symptoms, um, thyroid imbalances, and also breathing issues. Is there anything else you could do to heal your ch chakra aside from eating these fruits? 
Yes, sir. Just continue to speak your truth as you know it. Um, sometimes, especially in today's society, um, people, like, if you don't agree with somebody else, then they would say, you know, that that's not right. But in all actuality, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So as long as you can, you know, verbalize how you feel and what you feel, that'll definitely continue to help. Cool. So by speaking your truth, you heal your throat chakra as well. What happens when you don't speak your truth? When you don't speak your truth, then, you know, all of those um, physical signs will actually start to um, appear. And with your throat chakra, um, it basically controls communication, self-expression, and truth. So, you know, just you know, just by doing those, you know, those few simple things, it'll definitely help you out in the long run a lot. Oh, wow. Are there any other tips to heal your throat chakra as well? Um, no, sir. Mainly just eat a lot of blueberries. Eat a lot of blueberries. And I actually love blueberries. Matter of fact, it's so easy to incorporate those into your diet. You can eat like, you know, plain blueberries, of course. You can eat some blueberry muffins. If you like cereal, you know, you can throw a few blueberries into your bowl of cereal. Like, it's so easy to incorporate these things, you know, without having to actually go to a doctor and start taking medication for it. Awesome. And what's the next one? So after um, the throat chakra, a lot of people, you know, have problems with their solar plexus chakra, and that is actually located in your upper abdomen next to your stomach, and that um, kind of controls the feelings of self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem, and that corresponding color is yellow. So in order to heal um, your throat, excuse me, your solar plexus chakra, you can eat yellow peppers, yellow lentils, um, yellow squash. You can also go outside, you know, um, be out in the sunlight. Um, that actually helps a lot. Little do people know, like, you know, sometimes you got to get out the house and just be one with nature. Like, nature is very healing. Nature is very therapeutic. And... <clears throat> What's the solar plex chakra? What are some of the elements that people face with that again? So with the solar plex um, plexus chakra, people will suffer from low blood pressure. Um, women can suffer from infertility and PMS. Um, a lot of people will suffer from digestive problems, um, lack of energy, kidney, and gallbladder problems. Oh, wow. That's a lot. It is a lot, but when you kind of think about it, you know, your stomach is right there, you know, next to your gut, which will, you know, make sense as to why somebody could, you know, suffer from those gallbladder problems and digestive problems. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and so going outside helps a lot with that? Oh, yes, sir. Nature is very therapeutic. You can look at the trees. You can look at the grass. You know, just go outside and enjoy the scenery, um, especially with this pandemic. A lot of people have been, you know, stuck in the house, but it's nothing wrong with going on your front porch and just sitting down and, you know, just taking it all in, especially taking some deep breaths of fresh air. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, so what was the next one? So after um, the solar plexus chakra, we can talk about the sacral chakra. Um, I'm kind of going backwards here, but that's okay. And the sacral chakra is located in the lower abdomen, kind of like two inches below your belly button. And that um, controls your sense of well-being, pleasure, and it also controls your sexuality needs. And that corresponding color is orange. And uh, what are the ailments that come from this? So with that one, this is, um, hold on, what did I say that was? The solar plexus? No, the solar plexus. Sacral. Oh, yeah. So with the sacral one, you can suffer from reproductive issues. Um, Sometimes you can suffer from not feeling like you're okay. You definitely can have some well-being issues and your pleasure control, like maybe out of sync or out of whack. So some people can be hypersexual or some people, some people can be hyposexual. And um, how do you go about healing that chakra? So with that one, you can definitely um, eat a lot of seeds, eat a lot of nuts and oranges and pumpkins. And carrots would definitely help. So kind of how how I like to think of it, the corresponding color to the chakras, if you could find a fruit or vegetable in that color, then that would definitely help heal it. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so the throat chakra is blue, the solar plex is yellow, and the one that we just talked about is orange. Yes, sir, and the sacral is orange. And how do you spell sacral? S-A-C-R-A-L. Oh, sacral chakra. Yes, sir, sacral. Awesome. And what's the next one? Um, So root chakra, this is actually chakra number one. I kind of went out of order, but that's okay. Um, And your root chakra is basically located, you know, at the base of your spine. And that helps you with feeling grounded, feeling safe, and feeling secure. And um, it kind of controls the need to, like, how confident you are to handle life's challenges. And that corresponding color is red. Oh, wow. So this is the one that most people need to really go and face life. Yes, sir. Um, People... A lot of people um, feel like home is where they are actually at. But once your root chakra is fully healed, um, you will feel safe and secure wherever you are. So you could make, like, you could be at Walmart, and if your root chakra is healed, then, you know, you can definitely feel at home at, you know, at Walmart. And my biggest things with the root chakra is eating apples. Um Growing up, I used to hear an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but an apple a day kind of keeps that root chakra, you know, balanced. That way you can feel more grounded and feel more secure wherever you are. So that's mostly about eating apples. Uh, Yes, sir. Apples and red peppers. That's how you can heal that one. But with the um, root chakra, a lot of people will suffer from poor circulation, um, as well as issues with metabolism. So people who would be gaining weight? 
um, people who gain weight, um, depending on where their weight is actually going, um, sometimes that can be an issue from the solar plexus um, chakra as well. Oh, really? Because it's, yes, sir, because they may have some digestive issues. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, see, people kind of feel like when they get sick, they automatically have to go to the doctor and take medication. Well, when sometimes um, a quick fix is actually changing your diet. And that's and that's mainly why um, after well I'm I'm still a nurse but once I stopped nursing and I and I became a spiritual healer um, that's when I started focusing on holistic health you know because sometimes you can treat the whole person instead of just treating the symptoms of the disease because like it's like a mind body and soul integration. Yeah, that's true. So, what would be the next chakra? Okay, so we went out of order. Um, the first chakra is the root. So we talked about root, sacral, and solar plexus. Um, the fourth chakra, which was the one I had the biggest issue with, which is your heart chakra. And that's, you know, located at the center of the chest. Okay. And with your heart chakra, um, it controls the feelings of love, joy, and inner peace. And that corresponding color is green. Oh, wow, uh, it's green. Yes, sir, like dark green. Um, and that's why eating a lot of dark green leafy vegetables vegetables would definitely help heal that. And a and a few ailments um of having your heart chakra imbalance um would be chronic fatigue, you have some upper back pain, anxiety and depression issues as well as respiratory issues. Wow. <clears throat> so you can feel chronic fatigue and back pain if you're not in alignment with your heart chakra. Yes, sir. Definitely can. And that was one thing that I definitely suffered with. I was I was always so tired, and I never knew, like, the cause of it. Like, I used to drink Red Bulls like crazy, but it was like, for one Red Bull that I drank, you have to drink like three or four bottles of water just to, you know, clear that, you know, from your system. And once I, like, once I gave up the Red Bulls and I started drinking mostly water, I, one, I started to feel better. And then once I started eating, see, I love green beans. I love um, turnip greens as well. So once I started replacing or eating more of those, I kind of got my energy back. Awesome. Well, there's some other greens that you could eat. Kale, of course, broccoli, um, and I'm really not too sure of the um, other leafy greens. I know it's like mustard greens, turnip greens, and collard greens, and of course, lettuce. Um, but I would prefer somebody to eat romaine lettuce instead of iceberg lettuce. So it's like the deeper the green is, the more healthier it would be to you. How about spinach? Would spinach be one of those? Oh, yes. Yeah. Spinach would definitely help. I love spinach. Matter of awesome. fact, I I love Subway, so I kind of replaced um, iceberg lettuce with, with spinach, and that definitely helped as well. Awesome. Well, we got through about five of the chakras so far. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So after the heart chakra, we talked about the throat chakra. Um, 
So we can talk about the third eye chakra next. And that is actually located um, on your forehead in between the eyes. And that helps with your intuition, your imagination, and wisdom. And those corresponding colors, it kind of depends on who you ask. Some people would say dark blue and other people would say purple. But um, I like to use dark blue. Because purple will kind of go into the crown chakra, and we can talk about that one next. Okay. <clears throat> so what kind of elements do people face when their third eye is out of alignment? So when their third eye um, chakra is imbalanced, they will suffer from ear and eye issues, balance issues. Some people can suffer from sleep paralysis. Um, some people will have learning disabilities, and other people can have hormone dysfunctions. Oh, that's a lot. It is a lot. Um, is sleep paralysis mm -hmm. a normal thing for people? Um, I think a lot of people suffer from sleep paralysis because a lot of people um aren't really sure how to awaken or open up their third eye. And like I said, fruits and vegetables are like the original medicine. So what I would suggest people eat in order to heal this third eye chakra would be blackberries, plums, and purple grapes. Awesome. Uh, so <clears throat> I know I've heard of a lot of people getting sleep paralysis, and they feel like it's like a very scary event. Have you ever had sleep paralysis before? I have never suffered from sleep paralysis, um, but I've had patients in the past who have suffered from it, and it, from what I gathered on it, it, it definitely can be a scary thing, especially if you don't know what's going on, but I like to tell everybody to definitely educate themselves, um, and sometimes, like I said earlier, you know, just fixing your diet can help with so much. Our change in your diet can help with so much. Awesome. Well, it's about time for the commercial break. Uh, where can okay. people find again? They can find me on their favorite social media app um, at Miss Nabe on Twitter and Mystic Healing with Nurse Priestess on TikTok and Instagram. Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Larry Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, 
Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business, and the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with a replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here with Janae Taylor, uh, who's a spiritual healer and a nurse uh, who focuses on holistic health. We've been talking about healing the chakras within, and we've covered six of them already. The Dote Chakra, which is blue, the Solar Plex Chakra, which is yellow, the Sacral Chakra, which is orange, the Root Chakra, which is, um, what color was red, I believe? Was that right? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, the Root Chakra was red, right? Yes, sir. The root chakra is red. And the heart chakra, which is green, and the intuition mm-hmm. one, which is uh, dark blue or purple. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. The third eye chakra. Yeah, we've left off at the uh, crown chakra. Can you tell us more about the crown chakra? Yes, sir. So the crown chakra is the last of the seven, and that is located... Um, at the very top of your head, and that kind of controls inner and outer beauty as well as spiritual connection. Um, and that color um, that corresponds to the crown chakra, some people will say purple and others will say white. It kind of just depends on who you will ask. That's a big color difference. Uh, it's a huge color difference. I like to go with the... Um, I like to go with the purple one sometimes, but um, white is a color of purity, so that one would definitely make sense as well as, as far as the spiritual connection goes. Cool. And what kind of elements come from having the crown chakra out of alignment? Okay, so with the um, crown chakra being imbalanced, um, people will su- well, some people may suffer from dizziness, vision issues, cognitive issues, memory problems, and that can also make their nervous system imbalanced. Huh. And how do you go about healing this? The crown chakra is actually very easy. Um, fresh air would do it, nature would do it, and sunlight would do it. So you, you necessarily don't have to eat anything. It's more so changing some habits around. Oh, wow. And also, um, 
I'm not too sure how some people feel about sage, but clearing your energy field would definitely keep that um, crown chakra from becoming imbalanced. Oh, wow. So you could just take like a hike out to uh area and then that would probably get your crown chakra to clear up? Oh, yes, sir. That would definitely get your mind right. You know, just taking a walk out in nature, you know, sitting outside at the park, you know, and just breathing the fresh air. Awesome. So I think during the commercial break, you shared that you have some self-care tips for people that you wanted to share. Uh, would you like to go over some of them? Yes, sir. So I actually offer spiritual readings as well. And um, if people do go out and follow me, they can actually see my price list and see the different type of readings that I do offer. Um, but I do have a self-care oracle deck in front of me. And some of the biggest tips that I can say, especially for women, um, connect with their womb. Um, people don't understand, um, you know, that kind of goes into your solar plexus chakra as well. I can't say that you're going to be cured from infertility, but if you could, you know, just sit in a bathtub and soak, that would definitely help. Um, Yanni's things will definitely help. And... Um, but, yeah, yeah, soaking in a bath would actually do a lot of justice for that sacral chakra and the root chakra and the solar plexus chakra, just being submerged in water. Oh, wow. So water and has also, some as well. Oh, yes, sir. Water is very good. Um, water is one of the four elements. And um, it's so much that you can do, like you can run a bath, you know, have some candles going, listen to some nice calming music, and, you know, just those simple tips can help you relax yourself so much more, especially after, you know, a long day of work. Nice. And a lot of people, um, you know, feel like they may not have anybody to vent to. Um, journaling will also help. You can just get you a journal you can write out how your day went or you can, you know, plan for the future. You know, just, you know, just a simple task as writing something down can definitely, you know, get your head space more together than what it already is. Well, there's some good things to write about. Me personally, I like to write about my day or if something probably made me upset, I like to write about how that made me feel um, self-reflection is, is, is really good in journaling. You can like take accountability for what you did in a situation as well as what the other person did in a situation. Nice. And what are some other tips that you like to cover? Aromatherapy is awesome. Um, one of my favorite scents um, would be lavender, especially if I'm stressed. Lavender is very calming. And I love eucalyptus, and that's that's green, and that can help heal your um, heart chakra as well as help open you up. And a lot of people, you know, just to go back to journaling, um, a lot of people will talk about their dreams. And I tell everybody, if you can remember your dream, it wasn't a dream, it was a message. So what I like to do after I've had like a crazy dream or a weird dream, I like to write it down and then I like to analyze it, you know, how it plays, how the dream actually played out for me. 
Well, uh, by saying that dreams are messages, how 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 so? A lot of people think like you know when you dream, it's just something that happens. But when you do dream, that's like a part of you going into the spiritual realm, you know. And dreaming often gets overlooked, but like dream, oh my goodness, I I have a dream journal and I personally love it because sometimes. I can have a dream about something on one day and it may play out like two to three days later. And I can be like, dang, I just had a dream about this. And then I go back to my dream journal. And sometimes um, like people or situations necessarily don't, don't correspond how they would normally. Um, Like a lot of people think that dreaming of um, snakes are bad when really that's just like some hidden knowledge um, that you have creeping around you. Really? Snakes are from hidden knowledge? Yes, sir. Snakes um, represent knowledge. Ooh, and vision board. Make a vision board. If you want to, you know, get something done, you know, get you some magazines. Or if you have a computer and printer at home, print out some clip art and just, you know, tape onto a board how you want to see something done or how you, you know, want something to, like, play out or pan out. Cool. What other tips do you have? And say what? <clears throat> what other tips do you have for our listeners? Resting it is so important. Um, I don't want anybody to think resting is lazy. Sometimes you just need a break. So you can just turn your phone off, you know, turn the TV off and just, you know, and just rest and lay down. And that can actually help you learn how to meditate, which will, which is like another topic. But sometimes, especially in today's society, it's like we're a fast-paced society. Sometimes being still will help. And I had a problem with that because I was always, always, always on the go. But the moment I learned how to just be still, um, it's like a lot of things came came more clearer to me. Nice. Yeah, I find a lot of uh, comfort in uh, resting as well. Yes, especially after a long day of work. That is like a necessity. Yeah. Um, And another self-care tip, oh, positive affirmations. Um, Those are just words of good thoughts that you can say. Um, And actually, if you follow me on Instagram, Mystic Healing with Nurse Priestess, I post a lot of positive affirmations just to help people feel more confident and feel better about themselves. What are, what are some of the ones that you post? Um, matter of fact, one that I posted yesterday, it said, I inhale courage and I exhale doubt. And I like to say that as soon as I breathe in, I say, you know, I inhale courage and I exhale doubt. And just that small sentence, it can play a major part, especially if you have like a test coming up or if there's a change coming up, it'll definitely help. Oh, wow. And music is, yes, and music is also therapeutic as well. Uh, what kind of music is mostly therapeutic? Any kind of music? It really depends on the person. Um, I love spa music, which I kind of call meditation music, and it just mellows you out, and it just 
you know, clears your mind from so much of the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Awesome. And drink and staying hydrated. Yes, water is like important. Um, and I tell everybody, I don't like to call people dirty or anything, but cleaning your space will help you feel better because if your environment is dirty, that can also cloud your judgment. And it's like as soon as you do clean up, you know, clean up after yourself or clean up after your family, you can, you know, feel, basically you can just feel the difference of how, you know, being in a clean environment helps. Yeah, I can see that helping as well. And I want to say my last tip would be watch a movie. It can be an educational movie. It can be an action movie. It can be any type of movie you please. But sometimes, you know, it's good to take a break from reality TV and just, you know, watch a good old-fashioned movie. Yeah, that's true. And I think those are a lot of great tips. We have watching movies. We have going outside. We have uh, resting. And we have a lot of others. And I wanted to thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Grow Your Influence Tree today. today and sharing all the spiritual tips with us and going over the seven chakras and how to heal them. Uh, No problem. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Do you have any final words that you wanted to leave with the audience? Um, no, sir, other than, you know, you can find me on your favorite social media app. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Awesome. And what was your social media handle again? At Miss Nabe for Twitter and TikTok and Instagram is Mystic Healing with Nurse Priestess. Um, on TikTok, it's Mystic Healing WNP, and you can find me there. And I have positive affirmations. I just have feel-good videos, things that will help you, you know, feel better about yourself. Because awesome. positive energy is everything. I tell everybody, energy doesn't die. Energy only transfers. So if we can keep our energy good, then our lives will be good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you so much for tuning in again and joining us. Uh, thank I wanted to you for you. having me. Oh, of course. Well, uh, you can always find me at Mr. Larry Kim on Twitter and Instagram. And once again, everyone who's tuned into another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, thank you so much, and we'll be seeing you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.